welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. We have got a loaded show. You might say the title's on the line for this one. You could say it's the whole baked potato. Yeah, you might say it's the whole baked potato with... I had one the other night, you know that? How did you eat it without burning the fuck out of your mouth? Because, uh... And I'm just assuming, how did you do it? Or did you burn yourself? I didn't. I also had about 10 minutes in between from the time of receiving the baked potato to eating the baked potato. All right, because when I hear said baked potato, I don't eat them anymore because I have burned my mouth so bad on baked potatoes because I'm a little fatty. <laughs> well, I'm just a little fatty with no self-control. You're a little fat fatty, and also you had you have a, a lifetime of abusive family members. But you have a brother and a sister mm-hmm. anymore? No, they're both dead. Okay, good. <laughs> no, I have a brother and a sister. Okay, but I was seeing if it was more because when it's like, oh, you have four siblings, five siblings, it's the you take whatever food is on the table as quickly as you can and then you burn yourself. It's like, I just had to eat. No, they were no. going to take the food away. I can't recall any family dinner baked potato situations, but I can recall like making a baked potato or being in a like, hey, we're making baked potatoes tonight, like at a guest situation mm-hmm. and having it delivered. Or, like, presented to me and then just digging in way too fast. You gotta think of it like Seamus, bro. Potatoes retain heat. Yeah. Yeah, they do. That guy retains a ton of heat because oh. he's a wrestler. Yeah, he's Irish. Speaking he throws of wrestling. those potatoes. Uh, we are a professional wrestling podcast. We're comedians living in Hollywood, bringing you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. And we love baked potatoes, loaded yeah. or not. Yeah, that's you could say that's on the line. How much we like about baked potatoes. No, it isn't on the line because I do like them. Yeah, and although you fear them. Yeah, I look, just like professional wrestling, Scott, I fear professional wrestlers. I fear professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's people that put their lives on the line. They work really hard. And when a couple of yokels like us step up to the plate mm-hmm. and knock it out of the park at the old joke town, some people are going <laughs> to get a little uncomfortable on the old Cuber bus. You know, and I fear professional wrestlers too, Steve, which is a great segue of what this episode is brought to you by. This episode is brought to you by Pro Wrestling Loot. Go to ProWrestlingLoot.com, use the promo code JERKS, get 10% off your first loot because when you go to a wrestling show and maybe you see a wrestler there because it's more of a thing nowadays where the wrestler will sell their own gear to you. Yeah, and look, if you're trying to get some some cool, cool gear, some, some, cool, cool, some gear. cool swag. Yeah, some like spooky. You don't need no decapitating lariat from some hot up-and-comer wrestler who's just going to knock your damn head off before you get one of those seasonal towels with their face on it. No, no, no. What if it was to come to your home safely? Yeah, safely. A subscription-based box of goodies, of DVDs, autographs, memorabilia, uh, all kinds of fun stuff sent straight to your door. You can cancel anytime. Instead of going up, I have countless stories. I could do a whole episode on all the interactions. I've seen a wrestler at a stand trying to sell something, and they scare the bejesus out of me. And most of them, Steve, I'm going to go terms here on this one. I'm going to go gonna go inside. They're working face, and they scare me. Wow. that is Guys, that's a really big deal. The good guy is scaring the consumer. But what's better than a good guy? A good business. Mm-hmm. Pro Wrestling Loot. It's not scary at all. It's simple. You can sign up online. You're helping out Pro Wrestling Loot. You're helping out the show. And you're helping feed your need for Pro Wrestling Loot and goodies sent straight to your door. New stuff each and every month. Use the promo code JERKS, J-E-R-K-S. Get 10% off your first crate. Steve. Wrestlers are scary. 
Yeah. And they're celebrated each and every week on television. This and an honorary tome presented to us by the WWE, mm -hmm. the Impact, the mm -hmm. ROH, mm -hmm. the NJWB? NJPW? Probably. <laughs> uh, don't forget your Lucha Underground. And your PWGs. Yeah, they don't have teeth. Uh, they do up here, my friend. Uh, they I'm got the DVDs, my though. Tapping my head. They got the DVDs. Uh, yeah, there's there's been a lot of stuff going on. Uh, the Rumble is shaping up. The Rumble is pretty big. I'm excited. Where is it uh, coming to this from this year? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> wait a minute. Let me finish that. Uh, uh -huh. What's a Rumble? <laughs> <laughs> is it, um, I don't know, royal in any way? Yeah. Uh, well, who's their king? <laughs> Barrett. King Barrett. Uh, where is the Royal Rumble going to be? Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Where are they going to point to the WrestleMania logo this year, Scott? Where are they going to point to it? Yeah. I'm waiting for someone to use their thumb. What the fuck is anybody going to point to at the end of the Royal Rumble if you win the title at Royal Rumble? <gasps> oh my god, you're right. They're going to have that giant WrestleMania logo and somebody's going to be like, hey, point at it. Why point at it? I've already got it. Maybe the wrestler will make the referee hold the title and then... He'll hold it up so said wrestler will uh, stand there. Staring point, down the referee. Will point at the title that the referee is holding with his left hand. And then in his right hand, point upwards at the sign. With his thumb? With his thumb, indicating that this title, via me, is going to WrestleMania. Nice. The The wrestler is the conduit to our fantasies and our, our action addiction. It's a goodwill hunting equation. That is really nice. That is nice. Some fans will sit there and go, oh, good. I don't. I still don't get it. What are they going to do? Scott, they're, they're, their programming for the last two decades have been pointing at the WrestleMania logo. Okay, I got another, I got another idea. Okay. I got another idea. Um, this might only be capable of some of your bigger wrestlers, like Brock Lesnar. Mm -hmm. So Brock Lesnar wins wads up the title really tight, and then throws it at the WrestleMania sign. Oh, and he gets right through the hole that's in the uh at the end. That's WrestleMania. right. WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. Exclamation point. Kasplow. The natural uh, closing sequence of the electronic scoreboard just oh, blowing yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Natural. Natural. Yeah, the natural. Yeah. Starring Robert Vader. <laughs> Those are two options right there. But you're yeah. absolutely right. I feel like they've really outdone themselves. <laughs> How are they going to show a montage of some guy who wins or is supposed to celebrate for all of time or until they murder someone or leave the WWE on bad terms to recognize them pointing at a sign? Well, so that means the Royal Rumble has to end with someone winning and then getting brutally attacked, right? And then them pointing at WrestleMania logo? Oh, it's yeah. got to be the challenge. Unless there's a drop banner of Fastlane, and then they go like, there, <laughs> no, that's... I'm headed to Fastlane. No, they're pointing, and then they drop the banner, and then they quickly try to, like, block their own point. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> just try to get that finger pointed at something else. You're right. This whole, th you know what? I was excited for Horror Rumble. Not anymore. I was super excited. Fuck that show. <laughs> and I'm pointing, I'm pointing to it. Fuck Royal Rumble. Ladies and gentlemen, he's pointing with his middle finger at the Royal Rumble yeah. logo the banner that we set up. Ugh. I mean, 
I think it's probably going to be the challenger. Like, there's the Triple H sort of silent challenging of The Undertaker that they they did before. Right. Which is like, you point, now I point. Then we point. Kiss. <laughs> I feel like there's going to... They're going to try to do some quiet storytelling, uh-huh. and Michael Cole's going to be blathering the whole time, and JBL's going to be like, well, well what's going to happen at Vaseline? <laughs> Can I be in it? Oh, <laughs> if we could be so lucky. Well, I don't know. Is that is that being really lucky, having that happen? JBL in the main event picture of Vaseline? <laughs> yeah. I think it'd make Vaseline a little bit more interesting. Who'd you have him go up against? Oh, jeez. So many options. Kai and Ty? <laughs> Just I like the way you nice think. Nice one-on-two handicap match for the World Heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. For a chance at the World Heavyweight title. Oh, yeah, for a chance. they got to get that number one contendership. for. <laughs> you got to establish, yeah, the, your credible opponent. Well, speaking of JBL, he did do something that was a big announcement this past week on Raw, uh, which is weird nowadays because they break their own story Yeah, way before they announce it on Raw, which you think that would be the thing. But no, and hours before TMZ, ESPN, everybody's picking up the story of the first inductee this year of 2016 into the WWE Hall of Fame, uh, this which is... you can go visit nowhere. Yeah, it doesn't exist anywhere, right? Right. They don't have a thing. It's a traveling roadshow. Yeah, you can see. You can't even see it at Access. It's not a thing. They don't have a bunch of plaques. They don't have pictures. like they don't have the Infinity Gauntlet with a bunch of rings on it. No, they don't have any of that. They'll have like an old Ric Flair robe. They used to do the Undertaker tombstones of all the people he defeated. But then once he got defeated, they they're just like, oh, well, good. They we took, don't have to yeah, they that took around. all those uh, tombstones back to people's lawns for October. Mm-hmm. Um, Here you go, Mrs. Big Boss Man. <laughs> oh. What? A gravely reminder. <laughs> We've been searching for this for years. Styrofoam? You moved the tombstones, but you didn't. <laughs> you didn't move the bodies. <laughs> oh, that would be something else. Oh, God. So Steve is going to, his next movie project is going to be Poltergeist with dead wrestlers uh, haunting dead. the family uh, because they, well, spoiler alert. They only moved the tombstones. Uh, they didn't move the bodies. Oh my god, that would be so fucked I, up. I I would amazing. go super eighties. You have to go super eighties. Oh, to leave out Benoit. Uh, yeah, but I feel like, you, like ooh, that's touchy. You just want all eighties mega stars, not superstars, but mega stars of the eighties. Okay, you know? and uh, you know, just really uh, in good spirits. Yes, yeah. they're they're trying to get some pizza, man. <laughs> just trying to have a nice party. Yeah, uh, I hope WWE signs off on the copyright for all the character names. Yeah, you think they'll be cool about this? I hope so, too. Uh, I did notice that they did have some some notes. They were a little bit touchy about all the wrestlers I had in their ring gear doing cocaine at the dinner room table. Oh, come on. But that's, you know, that's speaking truth. Guys, they're in the neon. The kids are going to love it. Ooh, baby, you know what the kids are also going to love? Sting, future WWE Hall of Famer. That's right. Me in the WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. I'm so excited. Sting is here in the studio. You're you're in the makeup. You've got the trench coat. You're holding you're swinging your bat around. Uh you're not being very careful while you're swinging that bat around. I'm excited. I am real excited. Woo! I am excited. I'm going in the WWE Hall of Fame. You know what that makes me? You know what that makes me? A WWE Hall of Famer? That's right. That makes me the first time WWE Hall of Famer slash TNA Hall of Famer. Whoa, that is a huge deal. That's right. Got a nice ring to go with this watch. (laughs) 
What time is it? This ring can't tell me. Or maybe the rings have clocks in them. I don't know. I just saw an Apple Watch for the first time today. You gotta be careful with those. You wave your hand around too much, they just turn on. It looks like you're wearing uh, rave paraphernalia. That's true. I, I, I did warn this nice young lady of that. That it looks like you're wearing rave paraphernalia. Don't forget your binky if you're rolling hard on the X. What does that mean? It's one of those little things for babies you put in your mouth. Oh, like a pacifier. Yeah, it feels good to suck on things when you're rolling hard on Molly. What's Molly? MDMA. X, brother. <laughs> you mean ecstasy? You know it. Sting, did you do a lot of ecstasy? No, man. This is just my natural gimmick. It's a combination of everything. It's the intensity of the Blade Runners, along with the somberness of WCW Sting. Uh-huh. Somber. Okay. And then also, Crazy Joker Sting. Sure. And now me, the icon. Well, let me ask you this. It was going to be part of your speech where it's also the, uh, you know, born-again Christian Sting. Hey, look. I No big surprises. Big surprises throughout. No matter what, I'm coming down from the rafters at Hall of Fame. What? Yeah. No. Coming down from the rafters. No, that's dangerous. Very thing. dangerous. They don't even do that in WWE anymore. No. I'm bringing, I'm bringing the WCW heavyweight belt with me. <laughs> what? Yeah. Going to ride Ted Turner like a horse. This is what you have planned for the... For your Hall of Fame? Gotta be a showman. I know I haven't been a flashy wrestler my entire career, but I've always made an impression. And if yeah. it's me riding in on Ted Turner and he's buck naked, saddled up with a bridle in his mouth, <laughs> then you know Sting's gonna be owning the WWE Hall of Fame. That that sounds like a must-see event. I, I don't know how I could miss that. Uh, I think I know how. If you don't get any of those tickets for the fan section where they don't let you mingle with the important people. Well, that's true. That's probably the tickets I'd end up getting. Or what about if I were to just watch it on the network? Oh, boy. I hope you like truncated programming because we're going to chop up my speech so bad you're never going to know where I wrestled. What? You're going to chop it up? Why? You know, so it'll air on the Superstation eventually. Whatever. <laughs> well, Sting, this, I mean, this is a pretty big deal. TNA, Hall of Fame, now WWE Hall of Fame. You're the first. Are you going to mention TNA in your Hall of Fame speech? Only thing I'm going to mention is Shawn Michaels' greatest tag team partner. God. Mar oh. <laughs> I thought it was Marty Jannetty. <laughs> Everything. Think of God. Oh, I, Marty Jannetty's a close second, baby. Oh, I love Marty Jannetty, but God is my great tag team partner. Will you mention Marty Jannetty in your Hall of Fame speech? Hey, just for you, I will. Really? Yeah. There's no way you're going to not let that happen, right? No. Marty Jannetty is going to be in my speech no matter what. Yeah. And so. if he isn't, if there's some sort of cruel joke, just know that I have Marty Jannetty in my heart. Oh, uh, all right. Ka, ka, ka. Oh, look, my past has come to nestle on my arm. Oh, my God, it's Marty Jannetty in a crow outfit. Yes, it is. <laughs> Thank you for... Does, does Marty want a cracker? Can I get you a cracker? <laughs> He's birdie feeding Marty Jannetty, <laughs> who's wearing a crow outfit. <laughs> this is very unexpected. Fly! Fly, you beautiful revivalist wrestler. He just seems to be sauntering off. Well, I like when he pretends to flap his wings. Sometimes he doesn't when he gets tired. Yeah, he looks very tired. Mm. Sting, this is this is exciting. Congratulations on being in the Hall of Fame. Thank you. Thank um, you. I. It feels good. It good. feels good. Because after that crushing loss at WrestleMania, I feel like they owe me something. Are you going to be at the Royal Rumble? No. Oh, are you going to wrestle a match at WrestleMania? No. Payback? No. SummerSlam? No. Survivor Series? Nope. Next WrestleMania? Nope. Uh, TLC? Nope. Um, Bound for Glory? Nope. Um, uh, Wrestle Kingdom 11? 
Um. Yeah, no, yeah. I know you want to get out of here, Sting. I know you just want to get in the car, drive away, you know, not be in the slow lane, but you'd rather just be in the fast lane. And get That's out. right. I'm going to be in fast lane. Really? Yeah, too sweet. What? Well, I'm giving you the bullhorn. Oh, all right, uh, too sweet. Is that, is that real? Yeah, you know it. Oh, why? I'm going to be pulling. And I'm going to be tuggling. And I'm going to be making sure that everybody knows that old Stinger's ready for fast lane. Okay, well, that's a very odd choice. You don't want to be in the Rumble and get the title. No, no, no. You got to be in those transitional pay-per-views so you can really make a difference. I'm already going to the Hall of Fame. My legacy has been cemented. Fast lane is where I can really go out there on that creative edge. Who do you want to fight at fast lane? Uh, what members of the Bullet Club are available, am I right? Uh, all of or not? I don't know. I don't know if they're bringing really them. can't confirm till end of the rumble, huh? Yeah. yeah, you should send out a tweet of you and someone else's face, and say, "What if these were the two guys fighting at Fastlane?" Oh boy, that's uh, what do you call those retweets? Sure, yeah, you call them retweets. Get a lot of those, baby retweets. I'm sure. Sting, congratulations on being in the Hall of Fame. Is there anything else you want to just address or announce? Yeah, NWO for life seems doesn't seem like that's accurate at all you seem very nwo of your entire career uh was he in the wolf pack i think so that's red sting face paint right oh yeah see you watched wc i didn't see that much of it look when i watched i was very excited when you watch it now you fall asleep i do i think you've infected me with that also because whenever uh we were at shane hartline's house and he pat on halloween havoc just because he is having company over mm-hmm. and yeah, I re- shane hartline knows how to put on a good social gathering because he will put on a wrestling pay-per-view, and he'll be select about it. He won't yeah. just like, oh, this one, whatever. No, he, it was Halloween Havoc 1998, I think. Mm-hmm. And my first instinct was to fall asleep immediately, <laughs> because that's what Scott's just sort of taught me as a mnemonic device. WCW, sleep until you're dead. <laughs> uh, and then, But then I was watching, it was pretty exciting. It was. It was good, because you always got those good undercard matches with your Rey Mysterios. <laughs> I was about to make a joke about how they weren't great undercards, because for once, for a while, every pay-per-view match was just a Juventud Guerrero match versus anybody. For It felt like a, a hundred years. Is that not good? I mean, it was really exciting. I guess if you're watching week to week, yeah, it gets... Yeah. Everybody goes like, oh, those are the best matches, but after a while you go, yeah, but come on, let him fight Hogan. Yeah, look, I... <laughs> I don't know what Glacier brings to this match, and I don't know if he's going to raise the stakes for me. <laughs> Probably would, if you let him. Yeah. If you let him into your heart. That's the only- Look, guys, if you want your favorite wrestler to do well, you just need to let them into your heart. Yeah. Um, or let Vince McMahon tell you that Roman Reigns is your favorite wrestler and just accept it. Or let uh, Finn Balor let you know maybe the Bullet Club is coming to WWE. How do you feel about this? I, if they go straight to NXT, I think everybody's going to get what they deserve, which is like, oh, man, this is so crazy. The Bullet Club's coming. It's like they're going to be you're going to land them in NXT and they're going to find out which weird Victorian gimmick you can give them each. So you think they won't be versions of themselves? They'll be repackaged. I hope so. But I really? mean, I always I hope that they're going to be. No, I don't hope they're going to be repackaged. I think if anybody's established something for themselves, I think that's great. I think it makes them stronger because they have, like, passion for it. But there's always something so weird about, like, getting really excited because they signed somebody. And then now Finn Balor is called Finn Balor. 
and he always looks like a weird predator dreadlock guy he doesn't it's not venom it isn't carnage it isn't weird monsters anymore it's yeah. the same weird monster every week yeah you know and that's like i watched uh bullet club maybe in total of three matches in my life mm-hmm. from new japan two that mark commentated on and then one from for like from wrestle kingdom nine yeah i think they're awesome but they're gonna i don't like there won't be bullet club because well part of what they do is what always irked me is they do dx suck it and they do too sweet like they're gonna do all the things that other groups did wwe's gonna say no yeah and i think it was like what was so great about them doing it in japan was like oh these guys really like wrestling mm-hmm. that's what it made me think of i didn't think they were ripping anybody off i was like nope it looks like they wrestle really fucking hard they put on amazing matches and they're doing stuff that makes me think that they like wrestling a lot and they're not gonna put finger guns up to people's heads and like i'm gonna blow you away like, yeah that's not gonna Bang. happen on wwe either yeah i don't know well as you mentioned before we started recording it's Balor Club, which is most likely. Yeah, that's what a WWE copyrighted Balor Club. Which is lame because now it seems like they're all well, now they're, fans of him. They're now owned by Balor. And like the Nexus was cool because it was Nexus. CM Punk yeah. could put on that t-shirt at any time. And then he did. You yeah. know what I mean? Anybody could be the leader. And that was really cool. And I think is Kenny well, it wasn't o- the punk posse. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not built. When you say it's around one guy. That's a lot of pressure on one guy, and I know a lot of people really love Finn Balor, but AJ Styles, I think, is just way more amazing to watch. Yeah, so, I think, is Bullet Club still in Japan? That's licensed to Japan, but I think Kenny Omega is the leader of Bullet Club now. I guess so. I don't know. I, I mean, I've watched some of the stuff. I don't know the whole story. I need Mark to interpret all of this for me. I'm like an, I'm like an old man with a VCR. Yeah, but I, what I like... It's it, flashing 12 still. The best part about when Mark Orzeka explains it, it's like, come by the fire, we shall tell each other tales. This is what's going on in New Japan. And then Scott and I huddle up in our sleeping bags. <laughs> S'mores. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, I'm excited about all those people coming. I think it's like fucking Nakamura and WWE. Sounds great. I hope they let him wrestle hard. Mm-hmm. I hope it, like, he doesn't have to adjust his style, but everybody has to adjust their style when they go to WWE. Yeah, I hope that uh, Vince McMahon doesn't go, uh, I can't pronounce your name. You're another Lucha Dragon. Put on this mask. Yeah. Like, like oh, no. Or just sort of, yeah, your style doesn't match with what we're doing, so just really, like, I don't even, I can't even think of the worst case scenario. You said it. It's putting a mask on him, and it's like, yeah, his name now is Knack. Cause, N-A-K. Because some people have said, like, oh, that doesn't happen with this guy, or that does happen with this guy. They say more often it doesn't happen, but I don't think that's true. Like, okay, go back to... Uh, Simon Dean. Right. <laughs> that was the slave name they gave him. <laughs> so, yeah, that was Nova's slave name. I'm trying to even remember what the original Sin Cara's name was before they brought him oh, in. Oh, Mystico. Mystico. Too close to Mysterio. And then that became Sin Cara. And even uh, Mysterio... Rey Mysterio Jr., they dropped the junior. Ted DiBiase Jr. dropped the junior. They yeah. hate juniors. Um, they don't like associating with something. They want each person to be their own individual force, which is interesting because you become your own individual's like, power source and, and yeah. sort of fandom because you build yourself up in independence and going to different companies and you become your own brand. And then once it's alluring enough, they're like, oh, you've made yourself a viable brand. Come to us. And how can we adjust that and change it as much as possible and take away what made you you? Samoa Joe got to be Samoa Joe. But then uh, 
Video Atari, that dude, the Japanese guy, Hideo Atami. Yeah, is now uh, Hideo. He's now Hideo. Oh, I don't even know. I, I remember we watched the NXT pay-per-view where they were trying to explain why he changed his name. And it was like, this guy doesn't speak English very well. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to be able to explain all this to me. Uh, speaking of Samoa Joe, is he just uh, haunting NXT or is he showing up on Raw ever? Or what's the deal? Well, the, you know, a bunch of people are guessing who's going to show up from NXT into the Royal Rumble that... There's got to be at least one guy that does. That's the Ascension. Yeah! <laughs> Steve, they're already on the main roster. <laughs> Scott, you seem to be farting out of your mouth at me. It's because I'm judging you. <laughs> okay, so he is Hideo Tommy now. I don't remember his old name. It's, it's the dude that Punk idolized forever. I mean, everybody knows who I'm talking about. I just don't remember... What he used to be called. Yeah, that everybody got Because his for. past is gone, Scott. It's been erased. Kill Owens, kill. Steen's gone. It's Owens now. So, yeah, they always... They tend to do that more often than not. Oh, yeah. Like uh, Luke Gallows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he was Doc Gallows and, you know, DOC. Yeah, Doc he was the, the director of chaos in Aces and Eights. And we mm-hmm. were talking about he's going to show up on... On Raw, and they're like, oh, I can't believe his hair grew back from the Straight Edge Society. Yeah, oh, and he's back on those pills again, so he's Festus now. <laughs> yeah, great. I, I There's just this whole idea of when, I think NXT is the, what the closest to them talking about people wrestling all over the world. Yes. And not on the European tour, or not on the, like, not in the Japan tour or something like that. But there's somebody else who did that recently. The new SmackDown lead announcer, Mauro Ranallo. What's so? What's the deal with this guy? So what? So what? <laughs> so what? What's the deal? What's so the deal what? with this guy? Mauro Ronaldo. If you listen to me on any other uh, podcasting of uh, wrestling, uh, SmackDown After Buzz, or on uh, Wrestling Compadres, sixteen bits podcast. Yeah, all all the time talking Mauro Ronaldo. Uh, you can hear that uh, as someone said, like big man crush on this guy because he's excellent at what he does. He's a professional fight commentator. Did Pride. Um, him and Boss Rutten were basically the main team. Um, has done wrestling in the past, like grew up as a wrestling fan, did wrestling commentary, but then started doing mixed martial arts. He did Elite XC, I believe, and then um, probably Bellator from time to time, um, and boxing. Like, So he does fight commentary. The guy knows his shit. He knows wrestling, and he knows fighting. Mm-hmm. He can tell a story. Um, he's got legit journalistic broadcaster voice. Like He's just very excellent at what he does. And on the first SmackDown that uh, debuted last week on USA Network, he was just great. He brought um, the fight game up. He brought stats and stories that weren't being told. He knew moves and called moves. He gave it gravitas. So it like he delivered. He over-delivered. Like he was exceptional um, and was great. I loved it. I thought it was fucking. Was awesome. there another guy that was coming in who you who thought like everyone was kind of thought they were he was going to be a big disappointment or was that a long time ago? See, that was a long time ago. That was Mike Adamore. Oh, yeah. Um, he was. I mean, I, I hate to harp on the guy, but yeah, I don't think it was very good. You had like a countdown right on on the WWE Network about like his biggest boners. Oh yeah. yeah when yeah. I say boners, I mean blunders. I don't mean his collection of giant boners. <laughs> Yeah, look at my boner here. And this boner here, and this boner here. Yeah, he made all kinds of mistakes. Like, he... Royal Rumble, uh, a few years ago, he was in the crowd and talking about everything that was coming up in the show, and right away said Jeff Harvey. 
total fuck up. Oh yeah, the grassroots activist Jeff Harvey. <laughs> yeah, and, and just messed up from there. And um, oh, um, I'm just getting something in my ear. Oh, is it your earpiece? Yeah. Oh, I'm getting something in my earpiece too. Oh, I'm told. Um, told Mike Adamley's coming in with a personal message to Mauro Ranallo. Oh. Why did I say that he was so disappointing everybody? Oh, I did it too. I mean, okay, well, they were a collection of actual boners, all right? They weren't blunders. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you want to go online, uh, look at uh, Adam, uh, Mike Adamley's boners. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, just, all right, play cool. <clears throat> all right, here we go. Mike Adamley here, and I have a message for the new commentator for WWE, Mauro Ranallo. I know everyone on social media is going gaga for you right now. They say you did a wonderful job and didn't make any blunders. I happen to know that for a fact that that show was taped and not live. I'm sure you made lots of mistakes that went back and they changed them. And if I had a second chance to do commentary, I would have done an even better job for WWE Smack Up. Here we go. I know everybody there now. I would have announced a surprise visit from John Sarah coming out to endorse one half of the Lufa Dragons Calypso, only then to call the hard-hitting action in his match against United Nations champion Alberto Doritos. The ratings would have gone through the roof, and my broadcast partners Byron Sexcastle and Jerry the King Jarrett would have given me a pat on the back, and CEO of WWE Vince McVon himself would have shaken my hand and said thank you. Morrow, you may have won this round, but I'll be back. Here we go, gang. In conclusion, Morrow Ranallo, more like mangy butthole. Uh, Mr. Adam, I, uh, I didn't even get a chance to welcome him to the show. No, he was just, just read his little piece of paper and then walked down out of here. Well, that guy had an agenda, Steve. Uh, yeah, that guy had a real agenda. <laughs> You know what, guys? Hard-hitting news at Curtain Jerks, all right? People that pop in, pop out, and pop off. Mm -hmm. That's how it goes. Mike Adamley's boners. Go <laughs> <Double> online. <laughs> that might be the title of this episode. <laughs> just just so I, I know that maybe someday he'll have a grandson that goes, Pop, Pop, why does this podcast say that your boners are on here? All of them. All of them. All of your boners. Uh, But in conclusion... <laughs> no, I was just thinking about uh so uh Balor tw tweeted um him age what if this man was number 1 was it him a picture of him Balor I haven't seen this yet but I've been told about it several times today Yeah and then uh what if this man was number 2 in the rumble and it was a picture of AJ Styles vice versa it doesn't matter two great wrestlers fighting each other but it's not going to happen like I don't think AJ's going to be one because like you said you don't think anybody knows who he is No yeah I think there are still a lot of fans that don't watch TNA or didn't watch New Japan or any of the stuff wherever he is. They probably heard the name, but they've just not seen him wrestle, and there's no association there. Mm -hmm. And that's the WWE has a such a large control on what people watch and what they're exposed to. So until they tell you you've been exposed to this guy, you haven't been exposed to this Yeah, guy. then you haven't been exposed to J-Style. <laughs> Jay Styles with a Z, <laughs> and that Z is cut into his hair. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm laughing because of how accurate it is. Uh, but that also and then, uh oh, he's got Doctor Gallows with him. <laughs> oh, he's wearing a lab coat mm -hmm. and a noose. <laughs> and who's the other guy that he partners with? 
Oh, uh, Japan that you said they do the podcast together and all that. I, I can't remember. Carl Anderson. Yeah, I think it's Carl Anderson. Just two fucking badass beefcakes. Mm-hmm. Just eat beers and drink steaks. Andy Carlton, <laughs> attorney at law. <laughs> I'm here to fight for you, <laughs> the WWE universe. Boo. <laughs> The only good lawyer is a submitting lawyer. Tap out. I would love an incredibly technical submission-based wrestler (laughs) character who's a lawyer. That'd be awesome. Uh, That also reminds me that I feel like TNA fans have been the most, like, the kindest, most gracious fans I've ever met live. Yeah. But they're also the weirdest. And I think it's because they got to split their focus. Because you're like, one, you got to give a shit about TNA. Yes. And two, you have to, and you have to go like, I'm in it. Yeah, I am a dedicated happens, Impact I'm fan. In it, but you also know I've never met an Impact fan who didn't also know exactly what was going on in WWE. Yes, and to call out at any moment. Oh shit, TNA's ripping that off too. God damn it. What ECW? No, no, no. Like to when WWE does a Money in the Bank contract, and then TNA has a briefcase that's the Feaster Fighter. It's like. In the briefcase too. Okay. Well, all right. Well, yeah. Come like, on, TNA. Yeah, the TNA fan has to be more informed. They just have to be. That's what I feel like. Mm-hmm. And a WWE fan can literally be, yeah. I'm taking my kid. Yeah. We're gonna go watch some wrestling. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. Like I don't have to be aware of everything else out there because why, this yeah. Is why my do I gotta go to the shop. weird stuff? I'm gonna go to the stuff that's on the TV. Yeah. They WWE fans shop at a mall. Yeah. They go to a TNA mall. TNA fans. Shop online. You see what we're see what we're getting at here? They're bargain hunting. They're looking for other things. Mm-hmm. They're finding different vendors for unusual cool shit. If it ain't at the mall, they're not getting it. Like mm-hmm. that's the WWE fan. Like it's you got to get your music from Sam Goody. If Sam Goody doesn't carry it. They ain't gonna. Yeah, have it. I ain't listening to it. Yeah, uh, Wetzel's pretzels. That's the only pretzels there are. Yeah. What am I gonna eat at the circus? Get the fuck out of here. There's only three movies out at a time, and they're playing here. Mm-hmm. And two of them are always family movies. Always. Yeah, that's a WWE fan. I've never worked at a mall. Sounds like you have. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I worked at Suncoast. I think that's so weird. Did you guys sell pornography? Yeah. Uh, uh like soft porno the like the playboy dvds oh uh, okay and stuff like that it wasn't so the equi- you didn't get no penetration that uh yeah. suncoast the equivalent of a european foreign film yeah european it's foreign y- film that sounds weird <laughs> yeah no urine <laughs> no water sports yeah no Euro- like you're getting you know model shoots where they're just naked the whole time yeah on DVD and stuff like that. And then but black and white behind, behind the, the scenes when, so you maybe see a C-stand or something? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they had wrestling DVDs. And they Suncoast started to do uh, pre-order exclusives because I remember I have this uh, tiny Hollywood Hulk Hogan bobblehead because when I pre-ordered WrestleMania 19 on DVD, that came with it. And I was so excited because I also got my discount. Nice. <laughs> Really cheating the system there, Steve. <laughs> oh, but I did. Uh, well, this story is way off topic. I'll just mention in passing, like I did until I ask leading questions about it. Uh, there, there is a uh, a pornography actress, I think retired now, who used to shop there. And we, the first time I chatted with her, we chatted a lot. Like it was just a very friendly conversation. She got in a car wreck. Uh, moments before she had to use our phone but then also had i think she had george carlin vhs tapes uh special ordered and was picking them up and i'm a huge george carlin nut wow so we we're talking that 
And then afterwards, she's like, okay, bye. My, uh, my assistant manager comes over, and this voice will probably give you a good picture of him. Do you know who that is? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't. She's a cam girl. What? And I was I just uh, really didn't know yet. He's like, she's a cam girl. Here, here's your site. Like, check it out. Here's your name. And yeah, she did. Hey, you know that girl you just fell in love with? I touched myself looking at her. <laughs> and I touched myself looking at you. <laughs> I'm going to take my ten. <laughs> oh, nine. Eight. <laughs> Seven. Hey. Do you know if Subway Sandwich makes 10-inch sandwiches? Because <laughs> that feel really good right about now. <laughs> and will they heat up the tuna salad? Oh, why? Okay, crab salad. Uh, were you, was this guy your ma- were you this guy's manager or no? He was he was in charge of me. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. I'm sorry. I was young. I know. I I'm know. not anymore. <laughs> I'd be in charge of him. It's all flipped. I just. Listeners, I, I think if, his name was Brian, too, if that helps. If you can ever, uh, if you've ever been to a Suncoast, I feel like there's a f- couple things. Like, I know Scott didn't want to make this a big thing, but it's worth exploring. It's fine. If you can imagine a Suncoast, uh, I believe it was red polo shirts. Black with, like, red trim. Like, the whole thing was, the whole store was black. Yeah, the bla- it was, it was like, a shiny black. It was, yeah. like, it looked like you were inside of Captain Phasma's helmet, but it was a video store. Like, oh, it was, like, current reference. Very it was, nice. like, a... Uh, it was like 90s, like weird 80s bad guy chic. It was the cool shop in the mall because it was like DVD. It was, well, it was tapes VHS and, and DVDs and, CDs. and movie posters. CDs? All movies. Some CDs because it was also owned by Sam Goody and FYU. But not a rental. This was all for buying. Right. And so, like, every time I went in, I hit carpet? Tile? What do you? Carpet. Yeah. Like, it was a store. It was a store at the mall, but it felt cool because you're going to a video store and they had weird shit there and mm-hmm. sometimes action figures and just sort of. And like, they had, you know, before it was a thing, like, they had the widescreen and letterbox VHS tapes. That was the only place you were going to get Yeah, them. you're going to get them at a specialty store. So Scott worked at a specialty video store, mm-hmm. not a video rental place, and this was in the mall. So the thought of, like, some really, like, just sexually inactive but obsessed manager of yours like telling you to like do you know who that is don't worry i'll tell you later after you restock the kids movies (laughs) like i just i want google image search suncoast video just because there's like there's cool there's so much of the scene weird now so much of the story i feel like is part of like imagining being in a video store Mm -hmm. at the mall while scott's going and this is going on with scott those are good times i bet I saw her years later. Yeah, she remembered me. Really? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I was about to, I thought you were like, I saw her years later, via the internet, <laughs> and she's doing all right. She's uh, she's an all right she's lady. Doing all right. I tell you what, everybody, uh, when a, when you try and jog a pretty lady's memory, a car accident really helps. Yeah, because <laughs> otherwise, you are forgotten. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's time for jerk tweets. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. Questions about the show? Questions about life? Questions about wrestling? Send them with a hashtag jerk tweets. That's uh, a new intro to it's time for jerk tweets. Sure, why it's not? not? It's not the segment called jerk tweets. The segment itself is called it's time for jerk tweets. Yeah, that's right. What time is it? It's time for jerk tweets. Uh, we got one here from Rousselmania saying, if you could pick one wrestler dead or alive 
to cut all their promos with an English accent, who would you choose? Oh, jeez. Should I say William Regal? <laughs> Is that weird? <laughs> yes. Yes, that's very, very Desmond Wolfe? <laughs> Again? Very I find it peculiar. I find it redundant. <laughs> find it redundant, peculiar, and uh, obsequious. Uh, Jeez. I, John Cena would be weird, but I think he might be able to pull it off. Your time is up. My time uh, is now. Audi yeah. Babadu! <laughs> um, you know, Muhammad Hassan would be very interesting. I He was Italian, wasn't he? Well, in real life? Yeah. Oh, in real life? I don't know. Yeah, he was Italian. But his name... He was like Italian-American. Muhammad Hassan. Yeah, all right. But it would be like watching John Riz Davies <laughs> in Raiders of the Last Ark. Muhammadini... Hassanaini, Gananaleta, <laughs> or oh, me because he's he's the um, you know, he speaks Farsi and he's and he's of uh, Middle Eastern descent, but he's from America. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, it's like, and he speaks with a British accent. Like, ooh, you're so conflicting. I hate you so much. But I feel like it might people might just sort of mistake it for Indian because a lot oh. of Indian accents have a sort of British lilt to it. Good call. I removed my pick. Um, that being said, great heel. Great heel. Uh, r- real son of a bitch. Yeah, real jerk. Real son of a bitch, that guy. That was mm. a good time for SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> great time. Yeah. Um, okay, okay. Not uh, Kurt Angle with like a nice Cockney accent. The the real American, the Olympic gold medalist for America with a, with a Cockney accent. Yeah, but I'm talking like... It's uh, true! It's true. Yeah, like hardcore WWE Kurt Angle. Like, when he was sort of jumping up and down because he was so angry. Like, uh-huh. when he was this amazing, awesome... Like, he doesn't seem to do so much comedic stuff now. He just seems very serious to me. But back then, he with was... With a hint of sadness. Yeah, with a very... <laughs> a little bit more Pagliacci than Charlie Chaplin, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but I feel like back in the day, he'd be like... He'd play the fool, but he was also... He would win. Yes. And so I feel like that, if he sort of was like... He had to do a Christmas carol... Uh, on SmackDown, I could totally see him trying to do a Tiny Tim or a Scrooge or something like that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm going to go with um, with with uh, JBL. All right. Because that would be weird. Yes, it would be very weird. About all this. I guess I'm just going like, I'm going all uh, borders with this. It's like, oh, Muhammad Hassan was all about race and borders and everything. And then just JBL, like. Finances? I guess that's where I want to be. Or Zeb Coulter. Like, it's all, it's all my brain goes to. It's not going to, like, The Undertaker. Well, when was the last, like, buttoned-up, prim-and-proper British manager? Hmm. I mean, I male or female, I think it'd be great across the board. If it was some sort of, uh, like, really British, like, very tight-knit sort of uh, <laughs> the superintendent from Three Men and a Little Lady... <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, like someone like that. I got all these movies on voodoo and you're watching that? <laughs> Dude, it's my fave. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, or just like a British businessman. <laughs> I don't have very much time for this, so I just say this. Brock Lesnar's here and he's going to destroy you. But, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I have to go. I'm busy. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, I guess. Was I- that okay? Did we do it, WrestleMania? <laughs> Tweet with acceptance or denial. <laughs> Are you happy? Uh, J- judging exhales. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Do you know who that is? You don't? Uh, uh, she can do a British accent. Nice. Uh, so we got a new TNA World Champion. Who? Who? Explain to me how it happened. <laughs> what are the rules that brought that person to that place? I don't. I, I how it really happened? I don't know. I don't get it. Um, but I know we have a new TNA champion. I'll give you the final four, and you guess. All right. Who won the championship? Because don't worry, everybody. Steve doesn't know. <laughs> um, see, it's um the final four were uh, shit. I get Matt Eric Hardy, Young, er- Eric Young, Matt Hardy, Bobby Lashley, and Ethan Carter the third. Ethan Carter the third. You're right. Yeah. Oh, for a second there, I almost feel like I was wrong. I wanted to scare you. Uh, I think that's good. They should put it on Ethan Carter. Very talented gentleman. Yes. All that time that they took the belt off of him to put it immediately back on him. But as I said on uh, Wrestling Compadres earlier today, I feel like TNA is the girlfriend that things fell out. They didn't go really bad, but then you both had like a weird time in between where it wasn't working out. And it's like you both did some weird shit. You met some weird people and you did stuff that you don't really want to talk about. And then you eventually come back and you're like, okay, um, yeah, uh, everything's fine now. We're we're good. Are, are you better now? Are you feeling better? I'm feeling better. It's nice to see you again. Uh, I'm so happy. Are you talking about TNA's relationship with their fans or with you? Me and TNA. Oh, okay. So now it's like, okay, yeah. Yeah, you left Destination America. That was some weird stuff. I don't know what's going on. It seems like a lot of people You're signing some weird contracts. I can't help you. Yeah, and, and now you're you're in a better place. You're on pop. Uh, things are going well. You know, some of the some of the greats are back. And you know, hey, beer who's money. Got, who's got the championship? Who's got the championship? Oh, yeah. Ethan Carter the third. Yeah, this all makes me feel good. I feel I like this. I'm happy now. So that I'm gonna start anew with TNA. Hey, it's a new year, Scott. I think it's a it's a great opportunity. And I wanted to show you this. Uh, from Denson Dan on Twitter, sent me a picture. He said, this weekend I learned that Kurt and Dirks and I don't have enough points to qualify for the world title. Hashtag whale shit. There he is right there. That's, is he inside the ring? <laughs> Practically, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like there's the Pope uh, D'Angelo De Niro over there and there's the uh, announce table. I, it looks like he's, he's inside the blockade. <laughs> Yeah, it's, he's right in there. He's got amazing seats. Be careful. <laughs> yes, Dan's You may not have the points, but defend yourself. <laughs> See, he's got a good point there. I never thought about that. Shit, look out, man. <laughs> yeah, you people are always trying to, trying to make a name for themselves. Yeah. The best way to do it is by yelling curtain jerks in quiet churches. Mm, yeah, being quiet. Yeah, huh, being quiet in church. Shh, bring it down, bring it down for the word of God. Ah, yeah. Macho Man Randy Savage, I'm so glad you're here. Why are you whispering? Is this a library? No, no. Is this some no, kind I... of church? Is this a, uh, is this a steeple and here's the people? Yeah, <laughs> wiggly fingers, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Macho ah. Man, I just, I'm so excited to see you. It's always such a great treat to have you on the show. Just thought I'd stop by and see how things were doing. I haven't been here in a little while. I gotta be here in a while. Yeah, yeah I gotta it's... go in a while. Can't stay long. Oh, I, oh yeah, well, we won't take up too Double much of your time. Double parked. Oh, jeez, I'm sorry. It's all right. It's all right. That's how I do things. Sometimes you got to establish how things are. You got to put your car out there. You got to go, I'm a king. I was once a king. I was a macho king. I believe it. I park the way I park. 
I do. How do you feel about this new year in wrestling? Are you excited about it? Do you feel like there's some interesting things going on? There's all kinds of interesting things going on. You got two new champions on two different channels. Uh huh. Yeah. You got a Royal Rumble for the title. Uh huh. You got Vince McMahon with his 70 year old arms, and they're still ripped. Have you seen that picture of him in Muscle and Fitness? How big his back is? What? He's got a big, 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 big muscle to work out. Is his back? His big back. Mm-hmm. Looks like a dining room table. Mm-hmm. You know my favorite muscle to work out what this pinky finger right here <laughs> yeah you my do my favorite one yeah i like to move it around dingle dangle uh-huh, yeah emphasize your points yeah let it be known what it is that i'm talking about huh yeah vince mcmahon likes to work his back because everybody kisses his backside oh yeah. very oh, topical let me have the top spot oh please let me just have it they don't like to work for it uh-huh no 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 same with dixie carter Everybody kisses her backside as well. I showed up there for a hot minute. I remember. I, I remember recall. that. And I said, where's Jeff Jarrett at? He was probably there at the time. I don't quite remember. Dixie Carter might not even have been there. Yeah, but I didn't want to be there anymore. I didn't like it. When I showed up and I saw those letters and I went, oh, boobies and butts. No, thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm out of here. You're a classy guy, Macho Man. You're a classy, classy guy. Classy, classy, uh-huh. Now, uh, do you have any predictions for the Royal Rumble? You know that the heavyweight title is actually on the line in the Royal Rumble match. It's on the line. Yeah. Up for grabs. Anybody can get it. Kevin Nash. Oh, you're, so you're calling Kevin Nash. I am not calling Kevin Nash. No, no, no. I don't have his cell phone number at this time. I believe he changed it when he gave it to a couple of idiots who never called him up quite yet for an interview. Mm. I got a big fat stack of cash that I'm putting on Las Vegas for Kevin Nash. Uh, that would be an amazing storyline. In fact, if you just put cash on the table, he said, this is for Nash if he shows up. Uh, this is my cash for Nash is what I say. Uh-huh. I like it. That's a yeah, good hashtag Twitter. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Cash for Nash. He's going to bring it all the way. Uh-huh. Now, you're saying Nash for the win Nash at Royal Rumble. Win. I'm not saying Diesel. No, 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 no. He can't get it done. He'll get eliminated by number 17. You're talking big sexy Kevin Nash. Big sexy Kevin Nash. Wolfpack? Cash for Nash. Wolfpack? Oh, yeah, Wolfpack doing the too sweet to a couple of the handicapped kids in the crowd before he goes. They get inspiration to know he's fighting for the people. Aha, uh-huh, yeah. That's funny. Diesel uh, wouldn't do that. No, he would give it too sweet and take it away while that child cripples and dies. Uh, not to, it just reminded me, not that Scott's a disabled child, but uh, Scott Hall gave Scott the uh, too sweet. Is that right? Yeah, Scott did it. He was Scott. We were at uh, uh, the Wrestle, what, what show were we at? We were at the, WrestleCon. We were at WrestleCon. I right kind of demanded it. And uh, Scott was like this. Hey, Steve, check this out. And I was like, what? And Scott Hall was sauntering through the crowd, and uh-huh. Scott put up the two sweet, and then Scott Hall was walking by ever farther, ever closer, and then he, they were almost, like, next to each other. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I was worried that Scott was going to be left hanging. Scott Hall looked, gave him the two sweet, and walked on. How could he deny that? Yeah, look at Scott right there. He looks like a crippled child. That's not why I brought it up. I brought it up because the getting the two sweet is so awesome. Does he even eat this guy? Look at him. He's all skin and bones, Oh, now I see his tummy. That is quite a tum-tum on him. He's He does have a tum. All right. Scott, did you eat today? Yeah, I ate a lot today. Did you have a baked potato? No, I had a baked potato last night. <laughs> was it loaded? Do you have a loaded baked potato? Yes, yeah, Scott. Was with it all a... the trimmings with some little beef and cheese and broccoli? Beef? Whoa, I do. I hear. Okay, this is what I know for a baked potato. Uh, yeah. Sour cream. Mm-hmm. Cheese underneath uh-huh. so it's melting. Uh, yeah. 
So cheese, sour butter, cream. Butter, yeah. Butter, like bacon bits, chives? Bacon bits like bacos? I uh, know, but like actual chunks of bacon, not uh, like yeah. dehydrated so weird. Bacon chunks. Yeah, not uh, red mm. flakes. No, no, you don't like that. No, they, it just, it's like a, like a peppercorn, huh? Yeah. You don't want the peppercorn. No, no, no. And, uh, no, what I actually, I had a, um, it's a, it was from a barbecue place, so I had beef, cheese. Barbecue sauce? Yeah, barbecue sauce. So you got a barbecued baked potato. Yeah, I got a barbecue baked potato. Macho Man, what's the verdict? I don't believe him. You know, what do you mean you don't Calling believe him? Calling him a liar right here and now, because I, mean, I know he's a Scott Hall guy. I think it's Scott Hall's going to win the Royal Rumble, but my Nash cash sits here. All right, all right. Then and what's... I know he's got eyes for Elizabeth. You get away from her. All right, Macho Man. I'm going to lock you away in this basement right here. Uh, Scott, 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 ow, Scott, ow. Scott, submit. Just go limp. Just go limp. Uh, uh, uh. Use your words. Describe what's happening. I'm, I'm, I, I submit. I quit. I'm, I'm done. Uh, Macho Man. Macho Man. What mm. kind of baked potato would Scott Hall mm. inspire in a person? Scott Hall's baked potato would be bad. Uh-huh. Yeah. It oh, wouldn't like, be good. It like, wouldn't be good for all ages. No, no, no. Like beans? And a dirty thong. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, some uh, some peels. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, so a not peeled oh but what how often do you peel a baked potato how often do i peel a big i don't peel i'm seeing peels uh-huh the popping kind oh yeah. peel not like an apple peel no not like uh like something that's appealing like elizabeth don't you look at elizabeth no i don't do that my eyes are closed they better be yeah macho uh-huh. man honestly she's just standing here being silent <laughs> macho man as she should be uh, Macho Man, you had me at thong full of chili, okay? So, yeah, good, uh-huh. Yeah. Then. Oh, I see you're pulling for Scott Hall, too. No, I'm just... Uh, I am going to win the Rumble uh, via Kevin Nash, and I'm going to increase the stack of cash. Aha! Uh-huh. All right, then you've heard it here first on Curtain Jerks. Macho Man Randy Savage says Nash for the win at Royal Rumble. Cash for Nash! Cash for Nash, hashtag Twitter. Dig it! <laughs> Scott, Scott, come on up. Uh, are you okay? Yeah, I, I, reform. Had a, I had a barbecue baked potato. I, I believe did. you. I believe it was you. Barbecue beef and cheese, and and there was bacon on it. I had a Scott Paul baked potato once in college. So Scott every... Paul baked potato. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Scott Paul. What? Scott Paul. Oh well, <laughs> that's between me and Scott Paul mm. and the internet. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Google Scott Paul, everybody, along with Mike Adam Lee's boners. <laughs> Uh, that wraps us up for uh, Curtain Jerks, but a couple of things. Wrestling Compadre Slamcast Parts 1 and 2 of the Mr. Anderson interview are up. Go check those episodes out. Um, and th- this past week's episode was a lot of fun. Johnny Laquasto and Carlin and myself were all having a great time making all kinds of goofy. And then the guys from, uh, Japan, um, Dale Rulledge and Chuck Rice went to go see New Japan Pro Wrestling Wrestle Kingdom live so next week they're going to be talking about that. So go subscribe on iTunes. Go check it out. Do you think they held hands? No, I don't. I would have if during the exciting parts. With who, Dale or Chuck? Jeez, I don't know. It's a different culture over there. I assume <laughs> both, right? I guess you have to. Yeah, I guess yeah. you have to. And that's the only way they'd stop me from clapping after every move. <laughs> ow, ow, ow. <laughs> um, so yeah, check that out. 16 Bits Podcast. I've been pushing it pretty hard because the episodes are getting better and better each and every week. That's Josh Callan and I talking video games, and it is a blast. We're having some great times changing the format up on the show a little bit, but I highly recommend that. 16bitspodcast.com. Also available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Go check those out. We're up on SoundCloud. We're up on iTunes. Give us a rate and review. That helps us out so much. More and more of you doing that each and every week. Uh, I think next week we may potentially be gone. 
Uh, I'm going to be out of, on vacation, but we got one in the bank, so we might be broadcasting new. Doing a hype for Rumble, or, or it's, it's very a, possible it's a classic. It's gonna be a gets jerked episode of Vendetta. Oh yeah, so, very good. Well, well, Steve and I will probably figure this out ten minutes afterwards when I should have figured it out ten minutes before we started recording. But uh, Scott so, Paul baked potato. <laughs> so uh, you may want to get watching Vendetta soon because we're definitely gonna pull that one very soon, and that was a very fun, fun time doing that. So for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.